All right. Episode six, starting now. Welcome to the Matt and Cody Show, or the Whiteboard Podcast, or the Matt and Cody Small Business Show. We haven't, we're not, Matt's shaking his it's head. It's just the Matt and Cody Show, and we're recording right now. There's a camera right here. Are we? Fantastic. Yes. Are you going to be able to cut that? No. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Matt and Cody Show. My name is Cody, and... My name is Matt. And I'm so excited to uh, introduce our um, guest today, uh, Tyreek Henry. He's a missionary. He uh, a, a man of many hats. He uh, is involved in the ministry. Uh, he's currently wearing a beanie, uh, and uh, he's got a great story. Uh, a friend of mine. He also runs the podcast. Uh, what's the new name? Uh, the new name is the Yielded and Still Podcast, formerly the Pieces Podcast. Awesome. Uh, so uh, the I listened to his podcast uh, the other day. So we go to the same church, and I listen to the, same, uh, the podcast. And he did just an amazing job. And one of his guests, uh, Zero, is a wrestler um, uh, in uh, Savannah, Georgia. I'm hoping we can get him on the podcast, too. But anyways, how are you, man? man I'm doing good. Um, just got off of work a couple hours ago. Um, I was pretty stoked when Cody called me yesterday and said, Hey, man, um, do you want to be on the podcast? And I was like, bro, it's not about kids checking. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty amazing. Well, I didn't uh, find out till about three hours ago that you were gonna be here. So surprise! Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we had we had another guest that we were gonna have on, and uh, uh, long story short, it w- I told him I said it's either this week or like three weeks from now. So uh, <laughs> so glad to have you on, man. So um, we're kind of a small business podcast, but I w- I want to kind of get into your head a little bit with your podcast. What 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 kind of what led you to start a podcast you know like we have our story but you know uh, so I'll, I'll tell you ours ours in a nutshell we literally just using it as an excuse we don't even care about the podcast we're doing using it just as an excuse to sit down with cool people who are doing cool stuff dude that's like, awesome the the like we had a guy in here last week it was it was at the other table but uh, in this office um seven figure uh, well, he's not technically a seven figure seller on amazon but close to it close he's making freaking just wow so uh, he said his, his sales were over a million or something like <laughs> killing it. he's doing a great job there's no chance we would have had a, the opportunity to sit down with him and pick his brain and, like he he really helped like he gave us some just crazy advice you know good stuff so right. that's our that's ours it's a business thing but what's yours like where, where's your where's your head at with um yielded and still so for me it's just something I've been wrestling with for maybe like a couple of years. It's like, man, actually, it goes back to college. Me and my buddy were like, dude, let's do a podcast because, you know, every college kid wants to do a podcast. Sure. Because, you know, it's <laughs> the new it's the new hip thing. Like, right. it used to be what, making, um, like, uh, you know, videos uh, or, like, whatever. Yeah, like yeah. Being a rap artist. Being, like, being a rap artist yeah. or, like, doing it for the Vine. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's just kind of something that kind of stuck with me, just an idea that just kind of was just planted in me. I just thought it was like a one, well, just like a one-time thing. Like, oh, I won't ever do this again. It's just kind of something silly. Yeah. But lately, the Lord's been burning in my heart. Like, hey, I put the word in you to reach people. He said, coronavirus is has everyone grounded. You're not traveling this year, so why not record what I've put in you and just release it out? And whoever listens, you never know who's going to be blessed by it. So originally, the name of the podcast was the Pieces Podcast because back in February of this year, I had this dream where I was sitting on my couch. And in this dream, I see my hands trying to put these pieces together, but I couldn't figure out how they were going to connect, right? So I start, wow. you know, I see this picture on the wall, and I'm like, you know, God, clearly you're trying to do something, but I can't figure it out. So I start to cry in this dream. 
Mm. Then I wake oh, up wow. on my couch and I'm crying my eyes out on my couch because I'm like, God, I see what you want to do, but I don't know how it's going to get done. And I'm freaking out, just full blown meltdown. Like, like, God, do you want me to sell all my possessions and like go somewhere? <laughs> like, what are you saying? Sure. And he's like, I can see you doing that. You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I sit down um, and just kind of pray about it. And that Sunday, our pastor preaches a sermon called From the Ground Up, talking about building a foundation in God. Mm. And then I have another dream in the middle of him preaching. I promise you I wasn't asleep. <laughs> promise. <laughs> I promise. Wow. But I have this dream while he's preaching, and I'm standing in front of um, some youth, and I'm just, like, you know, telling, like, you know, God wants to bring the pieces of your life together, and there's this blank puzzle on the table, these pieces, and God's, like, telling me that the people are the pieces. You speak to the pieces. You speak my word to the pieces, and they'll come together in the way that I need them to. Mm. So that just kind of, like, burst something in me, like, I got to start talking to some people about I've Jesus. I've, oh, yeah. I've had experiences like that. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe Matt has too, but um, I don't know if I would, like. I don't know if I would describe it as a dream, like, mm-hmm. but like, uh, like where it, like, uh, some of the most powerful times I've had in uh, in my thinking, mm-hmm. be it a new business idea or be it a um, a, a strategy with something that I, you know something I'm doing. Like I'm my my brain is always on with new ideas and new new things, but like the most powerful times I've had with new ideas or with, with anything business um, have been either in deep prayer or in a time where I was, wor- you know, I'm a Christian too, um, wh- where I'm worshiping or, you know, or, or doing something like it's, th- I truly believe, and I know some of our listeners are not Christians, so feel free to preach the gospel to them. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> I truly believe that in my personal life, some of the ideas I've had and some of the success that I've had with new, you know, just like where there's a revelation where like I, I understood something clearly or something like right. clicked into place. It Absolutely. was in times where, where the spirit, I, I know the spirit was helping me with that. And that's honestly why I was on my couch is I was just kind of worshiping just after a long day of work, just kind yeah, of sitting sure. down. Um, I want to say Waymaker was playing in the background. If you <laughs> know that song, yeah, sure. I'm just sitting there listening to that song and, you know, my eyes are closed. The next, you know, it's just like I'm instantly just like gone. Yeah. And I see this stuff. and I'm like, like, as I was freaking out, I was like, Oh, what just happened to me? Right. I mean, I knew it was God, but I was like, what are you saying to me right now? Powerful, because, man. you know, I've had these moments like multiple times in my life. I won't say like, oh, yeah, every week God's just dropping this bomb on me. Right. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. you know, there's been marked moments in my life where I know that God's been trying to get me to get my attention. Mm. And February 6, 2020 was that moment where right before Corona, right before Corona where yeah. like he planted something in me and my wheels have been spinning on it. Like, how does how what are you wanting to do with this? So, you know, it starts off as Pieces Podcast. So it's kind of how we get into the name change of it is there are probably like We're a in the thousand. Name change too, by the way. So you guys know. <laughs> so there's probably over a thousand Pieces Podcast, most of them doing with One Piece the anime. You oh, know, wow. shout out to One Piece. But, <laughs> you know, most of them having to do. So I was like, well, you know, I want this to stand out so people can actually find it. So I was like, well, Lord, what do you want me to do? And I hear in my own spirit yielded and still because the heart behind it is, we got to put our peace in the hand of God mm. and allow him to breathe on our peace. But the only way that we can have that is if we get ourselves still and submit to what he wants to do. And then mm. we can hear him speaking and let those ideas just kind of flow from us. So so most of, most of what you're uh, – forgive me, I've only listened to one so far. I li- oh, you're so fine. What, I, di- I have no idea you had a podcast, so you need to do, do a better job putting it out there. But, uh, <laughs> I'm still learning. That's why I haven't been, like, promoting. I've been like, yeah. okay, I don't know what I'm doing. It's stuff, if it though, sounds man. horrible, I don't <laughs> It, it's it's obvious that you've spent some time on it because uh, you know the one that I listened to 
was very very well done. So oh, uh, thanks. Yeah. But anyways, um, I haven't I haven't listened to a ton. Is it mostly religious stuff? Mostly going through and talking about uh, the Bible and, and whatnot. So the kind of like the formatting how it is right now is um, most of it is just kind of like showing like people how they can get connected to God. That's okay. like that's the heart of it. It's like you know. On my latest episode, I preached the gospel just kind of unexpectedly. I was trying to, like, talk about, you know, something cool that I found in, like, one of the Psalms. And the next thing you know, I'm talking about being born again. And, I mean, that's just awesome. my heart is, like, yeah. you know, just being someone that gets to travel ever so totally often. You totally see that. You're an evangelist. You know, I've been in services where you've done stuff like that. <laughs> you know, and so, uh, so are you a preacher? Do you preach? I, I do preach. Um, again, I guess a little of my backstory is when I was eight years old, I was at a uh, summer camp. And plain as day, I hear this voice call me and say, you're going to preach my gospel. And I'm eight years old. I'm freaking out thinking that one. Who was that? Right. (laughs) You know, so I'm freaking out thinking that. (laughs) Right. So I'm sitting there freaking out like, okay, maybe one of my fellow campers is just like, you know, messing with my head. So I go get my counselor. I'm like, hey. Audible it was, voice of God. Like you heard, like, like you heard, heard the voice. I like heard something inside me. Like, hey, you're gonna do this, and I'm That's like, amazing. like this is, you know, this is who you are. Yeah. So I wake. I'm like, okay, my cousin's on the top bunk. You know, he's older than me, so he's probably like messing with me. I was like, you know, hey, jazz, cut it out. Sure. And you know, keep it keeps happening throughout the night. So I go get my counselor, and say, hey, something's going on here. Yeah, yeah. So you know, my counselor being someone that can, that has a relationship with God, he said, I think God's trying to get a hold of you, man. So, like, he prayed with me, like, that night and said, hey, if this tugging, this feeling doesn't go away, because it's like this, it's like this burning, I can't describe, it's like a burning inside of me sure. that, you know, when I start talking about it, I just get excited and ramped up and, like, oh, yeah. my face just, like, <laughs> lights up. Yeah, yeah, But, you know, by the end of that camp week, that was, like, on probably, like, a Tuesday night, by the end of that camp week, I couldn't deny it anymore. I was like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do with my life. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I've had my fair share you of challenges. People, sorry to interrupt you. Fine. You know how many people are yearning to have that moment where everything kind of clicks and makes sense and they know what they're doing with their life. Like oh, how many yeah. people are out there just aimlessly robotically doing How does like how often does that happen? Yeah, it doesn't. I, I don't like, hear that story all the time. I've had right. moments where it just felt like everything is just falling into place, but it, that moment doesn't stay there forever. Right. Right. And I'll t- I mean, I'll tell you, like, there have been a lot of struggles and a lot of back and forth because, you know, mm-hmm. life happens. And you're like, did God really, you know, did God really say that to me? Sure. I mean, I was eight. Maybe I was just like, you know, yeah. you know, maybe it was a thing. So cool story. Um, I'm 28 years old now. So this has been 20 years. That, you know, what's, the your, uh, what's your birthday? Uh, September? Uh, August 13th. August 13th. Okay. Yeah. So I'm 28 years old now. I knew it was close to mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there was a I was back in college. And one day I was uh, at this coffee shop just kind of hanging out, and I was sitting on the bench outside. And, you know, I kind of cut to this point in my life where I said, you know what, God, I believe in you, but uh, maybe you didn't call me to preach. Maybe it was just like something, maybe I misheard. Or sure, I can be may- a Christian, but I, I can be a Christian, be a, but I don't have to be a preacher. You right, know, I could just, sure, yeah. I, you know, I'll go to church, you know, sing the songs, raise my hand, yeah. you know, but maybe it's just not my path. So completely unsolicited out of nowhere, this man comes up to me. I'm sitting on the bench bottom of business. He comes up to me and says, hey, aren't you a preacher? Oh, wow. And I freak out because, you know, I'm in a, I didn't go to college like near my home, like, you know, where I grew up. I went to college two hours away. Mm-hmm. And this man out of nowhere just comes up to me, never seen him before, haven't seen him since. He says, aren't you a preacher? I said, well, you know, I thought God, he said, no, you're a preacher. Walks away, leaves me just stunned. Oh, wow. like, That's some crazy shit. You know, like jaw dropped, right? <laughs> like, I'm just like freaked out. <laughs> like, the, <laughs> the <juxtaposition> here. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, <laughs> no, and it's like, sounds crazy, but I'm sitting there like, 
okay, does somebody, did this guy play a prank on me? Did somebody tell this sure. dude who I was? Mm, like, yeah. what's going on? Because this is um, a little bit of my background. I grew up in a Baptist church. So, mm. you know, like the gifts of the Holy Spirit, things like that. You know, they're like, oh, that was just all when Jesus was on the earth. You know, forget about it. So stuff like that doesn't happen. Oh, no, don't rush through this. Don't rush through this. Because I know one of our listeners is uh, feels, feels really strongly about what you're talking about. So <laughs> explain what do you mean they don't believe in the gifts of the Spirit? So there's um, a set of believers that believe that um, that God's Spirit doesn't operate in as far as, like, healing, um, you know, like, you know, the prophetic or different, you know, manifestations of his spirit that you can find. You read um, what, I think 1 Corinthians 12, he talks about the gifts mm-hmm. and that um, how God gives men gifts, you know, mm-hmm. just according to how to his will. Gifts to, to heal people. Like, like you know, if somebody's sick, you can lay your hands on them and heal them. Right, and it's not okay. the person that's healing them, but it's God's spirit so through like that person. It's like a practical healing. Like, like I think... I think I think some of our listeners will hear that and think like emotional healing or like feel better. Right. Like you're talking about I'm talking someone has a broken arm, you pray for it and it heals their arm. Or, so, or, or that's a bad example. Or someone has coronavirus and you pray for them, lay hands on them, and then miraculously they literally don't have it. Literally. Um, that, I mean, those things have happened. Um, I was in Peru last year and a gentleman had a herniated disc in his back, like this big bulging disc in his back. And, you know, we're praying, you know, praying for this guy and the Holy Spirit speaks to me and says, you know, clamp his back and just throw your hand away. So, you know, I'm just, that sounds, you know, that sounds crazy. And I do it, and my translator starts freaking out. She's like, I felt something hit the ground. I felt something. And, you know, I tell him, I said, sir, you know, do something you couldn't do. So he starts jumping and twisting and touching his toes. And his wife goes from just, like, this somber, like, you know, sad face to, like, this surprise look. Wow. Because what I didn't know is that for about four months, this man couldn't so much as, like, bend the wrong way or else he would be in excruciating pain. Wow. But he's twisting and moving and jumping. And, you know, she's like, oh, my God. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, the lump, like the lump just instantly went away. The lump was gone. Just gone. Like, and you didn't grab nothing. You just pinched him. I, I just, like, you know, I just put my hand, I've like. I've heard of that. Like, yeah, you know, the, and the Lord it was just. You to, and, was worse. And was you've heard it. It's just okay. Like, you just, yeah, I've heard of that before. It's, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's nothing. That, I, th- I think, so, so, sorry to jump in there. No, you In my personal life, I think about it all the time. The miraculous in ministry, I spend so much time thinking about practical logistics, business type stuff because mm-hmm. it's, it's just where I'm at. In well, life. That's what like, you do, yeah. That, that, that's my profession, right? But I'm I'm so aware. Like I've seen things like that. I've been in services uh, when I was younger. I was in a service where um, there was a, a large man. He was probably 350 pounds. Like he was a he was a big dude, right? Um, and I and I knew him. Uh, uh, which which kind of made it e- even a little bit more eye opening for me. But he had uh, fallen and twisted his knee, or so, I, I forget what it was, but it was like swollen up, like it had gotten like one knee was literally regular. What? Speaking to the mic, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. Speaking to the mic. All right. One Don't break Mr. Matt's rules. <laughs> I want to look at your face. Sorry. You can. So maybe I just maybe I need to move. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so one knee was normal. One knee was big. Like it was like a, like, like he had really hurt his knee. And uh, they called up the youth. For, I don't know why they called the youth up, but they had prayed for it and they called up the youth. And I remember laying my hands on one side of his knee, and then other people like were like laying hands on his knee. So I think about it in coronavirus terms. Like there's no way we've got to touch people because <laughs> it's like everybody's pressing. Uh, but. We prayed for it, and his knee stopped. The swelling went away, and it went back to the side. I, I saw it with my own eyes, laid my own hands, and pray, And I was a Christian at the time. Like, 
I know that stuff is real. You right, know, like, right. And it's not like a, you know, like a superstitious thing. Like it's, it's like, a, it's a written out practical thing in the Bible that as a believer, you can heal people. So I, I think about like some of those miraculous, like the crazier stuff. And I'm like, if that's real, I should probably at some point lay business down and go do ministry because I, I believe it. I, I, I think God could work through me. Well, with why not? Like that. You can yeah. heal somebody with your hand. All look, all God's looking for is and a willing heart. At the time, I was, I mean, I was a baby Christian at best. Like, I, like it wasn't me. I didn't like. I, I, and I'm not trying to be humble there either. Like, like I don't, I don't know if I could do it again or you know, and, I, and you know. Maybe well, but that's the thing is like, it's never any of us. Like, it's not me that healed that guy. God healed him. I was just the hand that was willing, the heart that was willing you're to the say, vessel, hey, right. Yeah. I was like, hey, God says I heard this crazy thing that, you know, like it sounds crazy, but I'm gonna do it. And oh yeah. wait, I acted in faith and. Oh wow, this guy's healed. Like God did that thing. I was just here. Yeah. But here's just something more personal is um uh a year ago I was diagnosed with a disease. Cody might know you know a little bit about this. Yeah, but sure I was diagnosed with this disease that caused um benign tumors to grow on my skin and to grow on my lungs. So the doctors told me that I'd never have like regular skin again. You know, I'd never have, you know, healed skin. I'd be deformed, like my lymph nodes would be swollen and all yeah. the kind of disfigured. I'm gonna show you this picture, Matt, so you can see me a year ago. I remember. That's me a year ago. Swollen up, just kind of looks pretty gross. Wow. Right? You got, like, red dots all around your neck. It's, mm-hmm. like, a, it's what, like, swollen? It's, like, swollen. It's, like, really thick. and That's crazy. I thought you had on, like, a turtleneck. It looks like a turtleneck, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's crazy. So, a year ago, the doctor said that I would look like that the rest of my life. But I'm here in the studio. Yeah. You tell them what you see. I don't see none of that. Yeah. So, that's it's me like in Peru, disc- right? What that's was that called? Like, what was the... It was what? called um, pulmonary sarcoidosis. So, it's... It's not a cancer, but it mimics, like, some symptoms of cancer. Wow. That's going to be scary as crap. Yeah, I'm scared. I passed out at work, you know, got a concussion, I remember, yeah, I um, ta- yeah, like, all this. So, stuff. like, what, what did it itch or it was no, just irritating? Like, it was just there. The, the most pain I felt was what was going on inside my lungs. Sure. I had two, like, nearly fist-sized, like, masses sitting in my chest. Mm. Good Lord. You know, I went to the doctor three weeks ago, and um, they did my uh, test and everything, and everything's clean. Like, the doctor said, dude, we could drink your blood. It's so clean now. Like gross. my my blood cells were so, right, gross. Vam- <laughs> vampire doctor, what? That's a weird doc. <laughs> Three weeks ago, coronavirus still around. Doctor talking about drinking blood. <laughs> Shout out to my doc. But <laughs> but what's like so cool is like you know my blood cell levels were so low. My liver enzymes were like elevated. Um, all these different things going on inside my body, and it's like what's happening? Like yeah. I'm having to go get poked and prodded. Like you know twice a week, three times a week, yeah. every week, just drawing, giving blood, and they're, like, trying to figure out what's going on. And they find the uh, disease by doing a biopsy. So they had cut a chunk out of it mm. on my neck mm. and, like, tested it in a lab. And it's like, man, yeah, this is a disease that, you know, there's no heat cure for it. We don't know what causes it. Wow. You know, it's a very rare, it's very rare percentage of people that get this. So I'm sitting here like, oh, gee, man, I've been told that I've been special, but I don't think I was that special. Mm, that's <laughs> crazy. Know, special to get a rare disease. Yeah. So it's good sense of humor about it. I love that. But it's been so cool just seeing the grace of God through it all. Sure. Like, um, what's funny is that the first signs of it start showing up in 2018. Like, around my face, I'm freaking out, like, oh, gosh, did I drink off someone? Do I have the hurt? What's going right, on? Because, yeah, sure. you know, you're freaking out, like, you guys can't see it now, but I'm going to send the pictures to Matt and Cody so they can post the before and after yeah. so you guys can we'll see what God that, did yeah. for me. So 
2018, um, Jeff Taylor that goes to church with us, I know Jeff. he calls me out. He's preaching one night. He calls me out and What's says, his ministry's name? What is it? Um, uh, Jeff, uh, Taylor Ministries. Taylor Ministries. Okay. Taylor yeah, Ministries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he calls me out of um, this crowd of people and says, the Lord is healing you with skin condition. Now, I had eczema pretty much all my life, so I'm thinking, like, hallelujah, my eczema's gone. I won't have to itch anymore. No sure. more dry skin. Praise yeah. Jesus. But I had no idea it was this condition wow. that the Lord was going to heal me of, and it took from, like, November 2018 to almost in November 2020, and, like, I kid you not, like, they put me it on medicine. Instant it wasn't, like, an instant right, thing. Yeah. Like, um, they put me on medicine, but that medicine, my body rejected it, mm. and it made me sick. Like, I couldn't, I wouldn't eat, um, like, they call it early satiety. Like, you know, I couldn't eat. Like, I'd take a bite of food. I was just, like, full. Oh, wow. Which, mm. you know... I eat. Sure. <laughs> I, I, I eat mine. Yeah, judging so, by your, when I looked on your Instagram, I just seen pictures of food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah baby. Yeah. So, you know, like for someone like me that loves food and I can't eat after one bite, mm -hmm. that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. You know, um, they gave me this like um, topical cream to put on, yeah. but it just made my neck worse. Mm. It like made it more inflamed and more swollen and more grotesque. Yeah. Um, I was a sh I was um, I went through this like depression where I didn't want to go sure. in public. Oh, yeah. I yeah. didn't want to be around people. Like I didn't want pictures taken. Right. Because I'm like, man, like I look hideous, <laughs> you know. So I'm like, yeah. you know, this is all before I'm getting ready to go to Peru, which is a miracle story in of itself. Right. And Cody was a part of that miracle. Um, but you went to Peru, Cody. No, no, no. I, I helped him go. To Peru. Yeah, he oh, helped okay, send me to Peru. Okay. I, it was when I did the. Uh, um, we, we do e-commerce. That's our business. Um, we Anyone who donated a box to us, we gave a dollar to their mission. And then there's some other stuff. So. Oh, okay. So this was pretty awesome. But So this was before or after that? This is before Peru. Okay. You know, where I'm going to the doctor frequently getting checked. And, right. You know, my parents are I like. I can't imagine, man. Like, that's got to <laughs> be a lot. Like, it's like, like, that's a lot of internal stuff, too. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like the external, it sounds like, you know, like. That's that's amazing, but like the internal stuff where you're like insecure and mm -hmm. you know like like there's all kind of social stuff going on already, right? You know like uh, you know and then to mix in having you know something like that going mm -hmm. on, yeah. no, and, and then on top of that, you're going to another country to help somebody else yeah. when mm -hmm. you're going through something so that may be worse. This is pretty cool, right? So my parents, my mom especially, she was like. I don't think you should leave the country if you're not better. Yeah. I said, God told me I have to go to this, so I got to go. Like, mm. I don't care what I look like yeah. or what's going on it's in me. It's, it's not contagious. Yeah, it's not contagious. It's like, you know, uh, what's something that's uncontagious that doesn't look it's as like gross? A, uh, hereditary something, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So it's something that you can't spread. Like, you look at it and you're like, I don't want to touch it, but sure, <laughs> you yeah. can't spread it. Yeah. So my mom's, like, freaking out because, you know, moms. Love my mom. Sure. Awesome, awesome lady. My dad's like, hey, we got to get you a good doctor. We want to make sure you're taken care right. of. I'm like, hey, God said 20, he healed me. So were you still on their health insurance? No, I was off their health insurance, you, man. Oh, like, sucks. Yeah, I was paying. Yeah. <laughs> but my parents were like, hey, we're going to like help you because you're going to ask for this. So yeah. my parents were like a real blessing to me during that season of life. Awesome, um, so we're in Peru, and, you know, I'm swollen, gross, like trying to hide, you know, <laughs> hide my disfiguration. And that sounds like a Bible story to me. Like, in there, aren't there stories in the Bible like that? Well, where yeah, people are, like have boils and all. Well, this no, crazy like stuff. where there's somebody going through something and then God uses them to help somebody else. Like, uh, I, I can't think of anything that that's well, how good of a Bible student I am. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Are <laughs> oh, you good? So you know, we're it's down in the future there. Bible. We're, uh, <laughs> in the future in Bible. ten thousand years, we'll be talking <laughs> we're about talking about this stuff. But um, we were at our last like service before the giant like you know stadium event that they were having down there. Right. It's um, one nation, one day. One nation, that's one day. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. So um, we're down there in the last service, and you know, 
they release our team to go pray with people in the congregation. So, you know, we're praying, I'm praying with, like, people, and, you know, God is, like, moving into their life. Got some cool testimonies out of that one. Um, then after the service, these two guys make a beeline for me, and I'm like, oh, man, I just made the Peruvian mafia angry. They're going to kill me. <laughs> like, these dudes, like, they're wearing all black, and they're looking serious. I was like, I was like oh, well, <laughs> I did. I had fun. So... <laughs> um, they come up to me and you know they're speaking to me in Spanish and they're like sharing with me and I can understand some Spanish like sure. I was like my translator was nowhere near me I was like oh <laughs> right. this is great so you know I find out that there were pastors down there in Peru at a different church and they were just like you know the same man blessings for coming so long story short short one of the uh, more stocky guy he's um in one of my pictures on on Facebook I'll send those to you guys as well but he just like the spirit of God just kind of gets on him he says. The Lord says to you that because you were faithful to come down here, that he's healing you. And he touches my neck, right? He says, the Lord's healing you oh, of wow. your disease, right? And I'm just like, at this point, I'm just kind of like out of I'm like, Oh, my gosh. Like, because yeah. I was wearing a collared shirt so you couldn't see. Right. And like, he just, by the spirit of God, calls me out and says, hey, God's healing you. Mm. And then he says, the Lord is opening up a door in your finances. So at the time I was working at a uh, after school program, you know, at a Christian school. Mm -hmm. And um, I come back and I get hired on at the company that I'm with now, Arrow Exterminators. Yeah. So that's like, you know, okay, that's finances. He says, and the Lord is opening a door for you in your ministry where you're going to be able to share more and do more things for God. So I'm like, since I've come back to from that trip, I've been healed completely. Wow. I've gotten um, a new job, which actually today, the Lord, even in the middle of a pandemic, gave me a raise. Like, awesome. I got a raise today at work. Just wow. my boss comes in my office and says, hey, you're getting a raise. I'm like, oh, sweet. <laughs> you know, it, like people have lost their jobs during this time. And, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's like a trying time. And the fact that God's hand will like move mm -hmm. on someone like me. Yeah. You know, like I'm not a big dude. I'm not like <laughs> I'm not rich by any stretch of the imagination. But the yeah. fact that God will look out for someone like me. Yeah. Because I. Because, like, just like the pastor said, he said, you have the heart to look out for God's people in Peru, mm. so God's looking out for you. That's and awesome, then what man. the podcast, it's like a, it's a way that I never thought that I would minister, but, yep. you know, it's an opportunity just to share what God's done and say, hey, he's still operating in yeah, this yeah, day yeah. and age. He's not, like, you know, he's not just waiting up in heaven like, oh, you messed, you made a mistake, let me strike you down. Yeah, he's yeah. like, hey, I want to be with you where you are, and I want to use you so you people can, like, see that hey i do exist and that i'm here not right. just for you but for them too yeah so that's that's a powerful story i like i think sometimes in the church and and, and we've talked a little bit about this like like i think i, I have my own thoughts on some you know some, some certain things right but like i think in the church the church hears things like that and then they're just like okay move that cool story let's move on to the next one right instead like that's a big like that's a huge it's deal like, like that like if if that was the he newspaper headline and there was certified truth, uh, like evidence that it, that it happened. Like that would be, it would be a, a much bigger, you know, like a much um, bigger deal. To you know, I mean, what do you, what, what do yeah, you, what do you think? Yeah, like, I agree. I know you're not. <laughs> People like, just push it off. Like, wait, what you saying is like this blowing my mind. Like, right? Why don't? Why ain't everybody talking about that? If that happened to. Kim Kardashian. It was, <laughs> exactly. It's because, yeah. you know. It happened a little bit to Kanye West, and he, I mean, he's talking to you. Know, so yeah. He's getting attention. Mm -hmm. That's true. Let, let, so let me tell you this story. So my wife and I, we got married when we were 18. Uh, you know, shout out to my wife. She's amazing. Uh, she's literally a superhero. Like, everything I'm doing in business, I'm able to do because she's. Uh, Haley's yeah. the bomb. Like, Haley's super mom. <laughs> yeah, she is. Like, 100%. We got married when we were 18. We dated. We started dating freshman year of high school, got married the day after high school graduation. Then we went to Bible college. Well, 
the whole time except through like half of Bible college and, and back. So we started dating in ninth grade. You know, I, I came from humble beginnings. You know, I was in foster care and I had different things. Like I, you know, I I was very very religious. Uh, you know, because the the church raised me in a lot of ways. Right. Like some of my earliest memories of love and like. Um, people actually caring about who Cody was. It was people at the church and, and, and uh, you know, I, I loved that. And they always had really good food. And so I would go, you know, what? food. Yeah. That, like they would have, you know, after service or a lot of times they would take me out to, out to restaurants and like, I didn't, I didn't go to restaurants, you know, like, <laughs> I, like I just didn't. And so, uh, that's kind of how I got involved with the church. But long story short, I was very religious and my f- mindset for years, I told Haley, we're going to go live in a mud hut and we're going to do ministry and we're never going to have any money and we're never going to have, like, you're signing up to be poor. And I told her that for years. Like, right. like all throughout high school, like, uh, first years of marriage, I told her we're going to, you know. Yeah, when I when I first met you in 2011, that's what you, or 2012, that's what you told me too. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna live poor and go move to Guatemala and help people <laughs> build houses. I want to do, like, a lot of what you're doing. Like, uh, and, and not that I'm saying that's bad or anything, but I, I believe that I have a calling in business. Uh, like, I believe my life purpose, other than to obviously be a good husband and a good father to my kids, is I want to build a network of ministry or a network of businesses that support a network of business. Uh, I messed that all up. A network of businesses that supports a network of uh, ministries all over the world. And the thing there, um, if you guys pick up what Cody just said, that's the heart of what, you know, kind of God was telling me with Yielded and Still is like, Cody took the time, him and his wife took the time to get still and hear what God was saying and saying, hey, wait a minute, business makes sense to me. How can I use this to glorify God? Yeah, sure. You know, I think business is a huge, yeah, it's a huge, huge resource. It's a piece. Yeah, it's a piece. And that's the thing is, um, like, you know, we're like, you know, my ministry is more like of like, hey, I'm going to go out and, you know, like I'll do and this, that, the other. I might, you know, preach this, that, the other or be, you know, even like being at work, you know, I have opportunities where I can pray for people on the phone. Right. You know, like, lady called in. She had a, she had an appointment, and she was like, "Hey, my son like is in the children's hospital of Atlanta, and I have to cancel my appointment." Holy so, holy. so you know, without hesitation, you know, this is my job. This isn't a Christian company. This is, you know, this is like my livelihood. Yeah. You know, in the natural, and like out of, out of nowhere, I just started saying, "Hey, like our God's a healing God. Your kid's gonna be okay." Wow. You know, it was like an, it was like something took over me. Like you know, Tariq stopped thinking. And, <laughs> you know, like the Holy Spirit took over. Yeah. So I'm praying with this lady on the phone for her son. And I said, I said, you better call me next week. Like, you know, it's been a week. I said, you call me next week and you tell me the good news about your son. Yeah. I'm expecting to get a call either tomorrow or the next day. I'm calling myself because I have her address. But there's different times like where God's been able to use me to like pray for people, even whether it's a coworker, or yeah. a customer, you know, just being able to be available. Like, mm. I used to have that same misconception like Cody that, okay, God's called me to preach, so I got to be poor. Sure. I got to live, like, you know, in a one-room house, you know, have, like, 19, right. like, you know, like, 19 kids and a broke-down <laughs> car. <laughs> you know, we sure. eat pork and beans for dinner type <laughs> mentality. Yeah. But God's like, I'm bigger than that. Why are you limiting me? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm more than just, like, what you see. Like, it's not just about Sunday mornings or Sunday nights or, you know, it's not just about the church building coming there, but how am I active in every part of your life? Yeah. So that's kind of what the whole peace's message is: is, hey, God created your peace. 
It's like if you, if I wrote a book and I how make a character, it? how do you use it? Yeah. If I write a story and I create this character, only I can tell that character what to do because I'm making it. Right. So if sure. God made me, he's our maker, then I want to trust the author with my piece to tell my piece what it's supposed to do. Yeah. You know, so about submitting ourselves, like saying, hey, I don't know what's best for Tariq. Yeah. Like, you know, of course Tariq would like to have a jet ski, you know, you live sure. on an island somewhere <laughs> just kind of hanging out, you know, <laughs> drinking Mai Tais or something. <laughs> sure. But it's like, okay, God, you've given me a, a, a gift. Like, you know, I, like, I'm working on a blog even right now. Like, I'm um, awesome. to kind of like partner with the podcast because, I mean, I love writing. I have notebooks in my book bag right now yeah. in the car just full of just like, okay, like, man, I never thought about this or Put it out. breaking stuff down. So I'm yeah. trying to find different avenues because, I mean, my voice gets annoying after a while. So I'm like, maybe they'll just like read, <laughs> you know, maybe <laughs> they can read it. Hey, but tell that to Joe Rogan. He's got millions of fans yeah. that love his voice. So <laughs> find, 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 your find Joe. <laughs> so what I hear you talking about, you you're all about helping other people. Like you're willing to destroy yourself to help make sure other people are okay. What do you do for you though? Like what what are your plans for you? My plans for me, as far as just like um, just like life like, in general. Yeah, just for you, like. Do you have anything, or is it just all about helping others? I mean, there's, I mean, I have some selfish ambition. Not gonna lie, you know, like yeah, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, not at, at all. all. So, um, you know, eventually, I would love to get married. You know, start a family. Hey-o. Um, you know, that's a uh, Cody well, just sold something. Cody's like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> Cody got some money. Um, but he said, get married. Oh, you know, like, marriage is the best part of life. Uh, so I'm told. <laughs> so um, find, you know, there's find that Miss Tyreek uh, somewhere. That, I think uh, I think I think that's probably like to me. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't be anywhere where I'm at right. as far as like headspace. Like right. Like uh, it's just the ability to having somebody to grow with. And that's yeah. that's the thing right there. Um, also, I'm, you're not late either. Like don't like just because yeah. me right, and right. Right. knuckleheads um. we got married when we were super young. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, uh, you know, like a lot of people get married later and it's so fruitful. Right, and, absolutely. And, 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 and I know you're believing in faith like that. Yeah, absolutely. Story, you know? So, um, but like um, with um, the podcast, I do have some uh, merchandise that, you know, I'd like to see that, you know, sell to any fans. Um, mm-hmm. I have a test run of uh, coffee mugs coming in in a nice. couple, in like next week, I think. That's my, my wife has so, a fetish for coffee, coffee mugs. Well, I, I'm going to like, the first ones it. are on the house, so. All right, I got you. <laughs> so I'll get you guys one for having me on. That's a terrible business. I know. I'll take it. This one's just out of love for you guys. Um, Thanks, man. But we'll share it on the page. Yeah, please. you guys buy the t-shirts because they're more. No, okay. more. <laughs> but, you know. I um, love a good t-shirt. I, I got this t-shirt when I was in, like, seventh grade or something. So, every, like, 80% of the time I see Cody, he has that, that shirt, shirt on. on. I've had, I wear this shirt hey, every day. Love this there shirt. you go, man. But, you know, that's some things. Like, um, I have uh, I have been working on a book that I want to put out okay, that is nice. almost um done, like, I'm meticulous. I, I handwrite everything first because mm-hmm. I don't really like technology. I'm kind yeah, of sure. computer stupid. <laughs> You're a hipster. Yeah, you know, I'm okay. really hip. You know, mm-hmm. got my uh, my clear glasses on, my beanie. <laughs> beanie. I, I do have a moleskin journal, but okay. that was not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it was gifted to me. Um, you know, I got the flannel going on, but I promise yep. you I'm not a hipster. I promise. <laughs> sure. You know, like, sure don't not. let my appearance fool you. <laughs> but, you know, there's this Drinking some, tea. I only oh, yeah. got the tea because Cody was drinking tea. And I was like, that sounds kind of good. So explain to the audience what type of tea that you have. So this is this uh, licorice tea that I found. <laughs> it's just like, just like you know, put it out there. It's the Stash brand. If you're not drinking Stash, then you're trash. Um, <laughs> but, you know, um, you know, 
like you know since I was a kid, like writing's kind of been a passion of mine. Like yeah. um, you know, I saw this post that said, "Hey, if you lived out your childhood dream, what would you be?" You know, for me, it would be I'd been an author, mm. and now I have mm-hmm. an opportunity because what's crazy is from that dream that I had about the pieces that spurned this entire book. That's awesome. <laughs> that man. you know, I got like one more section. And I'm like, okay. I try to finish it out, and it's like, wait, I gotta add this. Yeah. And you know, stuff mm-hmm. keeps coming, but right. I'm almost to the part where I can send it out to get edited and looked over, and That's probably awesome. sell it on Amazon. You know? Oh yeah, That's what I mean, all the reason I bring that up because, I mean. People would take advantage of you the more the more you're willing to help. People will take. Oh, so no, that's, that's why I like it's it's important to have some yeah, type yeah. of oh, self yeah, ambition. You give change to the homeless person. Uh, we should start asking a bunch of people that. <laughs> there's there's yeah. somebody they're they're asking for change. You know, uh, what what do you do in that situation? Dude, it depends. Honestly, man, like yeah. like that same tugging I was talking about when God was calling me. That's how you answer. feel about it. Uh, it's like that same tug, like yeah. you know, like okay, Matt would call that your gut. Yeah, yeah, your gut. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, like you know, like that. Uh, I guess the, the sixth sense. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, you know, like sometimes it's like hey, God will say, "Hey, just you know, give it to him in faith." You know, I had a situation like recently where someone hit me up, like you know, asking for for money. And I was like, instantly, it was like a nah. Like, that's, you know, don't do it. But there have been times where God's like, hey, you know, do this. Like, you know, give this amount. Or, hey, I want you to, like, go to that person and do this or leave a $20 tip. I'm like, but God, I'm broke. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's like, hey, he's he's like, no, like, would you do it? Because you don't know what's coming your way. Like, Mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting a raise when I went to work today. But I know that one thing I am is a faithful giver. Like, you know, I faithfully, like, I'd much rather eat, you know, ramen noodles for a month than not give Sure. You know, give yeah, yeah. to the house of God and give to, you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, um, uh, above that. Sure. Because, you know, 10%, that's how you honor God. That's his because right. he blesses us. Yeah. But it's in our offering that, you know, he like blesses. I'm you know. devout Jew. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I'm exploring your religion. Like, yeah. uh, if we ask you something, you don't want to answer. Like, 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 hi, I'm a rabbi. <laughs> <laughs> I've, always had a, I've always had a problem with the 10% yeah. tip. Like, why is there a limit? Like, why does it have to be a number? Form, why can't it just be whatever? Yeah. Like when I first started going one on one, which is a, a great church. That's like the best church I've ever been to. Yeah. Like great they always shout out to Pastor James. Yeah, we used to give the ten percent, but I'm like, why am I just doing? It's it's basically just giving back. That's right. That's the purpose. That's of the, what it of is. Like saying, it's like saying like, okay, God, I know that I wouldn't be where I am without you. So let me give back to you because He'll breathe on that ten percent and you'll get double that so, back. You know what I mean? I don't. It's not going to God. <laughs> it's going to the church, right? True, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just the way I see it, you're giving back to the world. So, like, I'll be in the fast food line and i pay for the person behind me. Sure. Or some, some shit like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. That's, that's all. I mean, that's a form of offering, man. Yeah. Like, there's uh, things like, um, I mean, it's in Matthew where, he, where Jesus is talking about offering. And he says, hey, don't let your right hand know what your left hand's doing. So, yeah. there's things like, you know, like when you buy the, for the person behind you, it's like, hey, God sees that stuff. Like, what you're doing in secret, the word says that God rewards us openly. So, yeah. like, you know, for all we know, like, Cody might go down to, like, somewhere, like, in Alabama and, like, you know, feed an orphanage, and that's what he's doing. And, like, no one knows about this. They're like, man, that Cody, he's all about making money. He's all about this, that, the other. <laughs> Gee, he's always selling stuff on Amazon. Right. I wish he'd give some of that stuff away, but they have no idea what he's doing yeah. behind the scenes. So yeah. what, a lot of times as we see things... And we're just, like, focusing on, like, one thing, like, oh, I can't believe that person. Right. I can't mm-hmm. believe they would. But we have no idea, like, how's God using them behind the scenes? Sure. Yeah. Like, what's God doing? I hear, I hear you on the 10% thing. And I don't, like, 
I'm like the furthest from telling somebody what to do with their money or, or their religion <laughs> for, for that matter. Uh, you know, I, I'll tell you what I believe. My, my experience, my testimony, if you will, is I know for a fact, you know, we're, we're givers where, you know, and, mm-hmm. and we, we give according to, you know, how we interpret the Bible. Um, not, not so much for the blessing, but we give because we're Christians and we, you know, like, uh, you know, if you asked a devout Muslim, why do you do what you do in regards to your religion? Right. They would say, well, because I'm a Muslim and I'm a Christian. And so I, you know, so that, that's the way I give, but a hundred percent, I, you couldn't convince me otherwise. Some of the things that have happened to me in business have only happened because I was faithful in giving. How do you know that? Well, so uh, the the honest answer is the Lord kind of showed me. Like, like I, I can think of specific times where the Lord asked me to do something extra, and okay. then it immediately paralleled with something else. Uh, uh, a good example. One example that I'll tell my children about, and I hope they tell their children's children and all that. I saved up for a guitar uh, one time. I was younger. Uh, I saved up for a guitar. I saved like I like I saved all my money and got this guitar. And uh, the Lord, uh, kind of like what you were talking about, given a twenty dollar tip or something crazy. I knew that the Lord was leading me. There was that gut feeling. Right. I knew I, I was supposed to give it away, so I so I gave it away. And um, somebody gave me a car afterwards. Like my first car was given to me. Right. Like, Here's the keys. It's yours. The Lord just told me to give you this. So what y'all are you? What you're explaining as God's grace is what I see as karma. Yeah, I I totally agree. A- except that it's specifically tied back to obedience to God instead of just putting goodness out in the world. But I mean, I don't, I don't think you're wrong. I, like, I, is it the world God? The world is in God. God is the creator of the world, the universe, everything exists in Him. So it's kind of hard, like you know. So He is God. So He like, is the world. Like He, like He, it's like He is, but it's like you know, I won't be like, oh, this teacup right here is God. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like the earth, All the, hell, like, the licorice, <laughs> right? The licorice. <laughs> remember, drink stash or your trash. But <laughs> you know, it's like um, like you know, the word tells us because I don't, I'll, I'll say, hey, look, go to the word. You want to know something? Go to the word. Go sure. to the source. But you know, Romans one says like you know, the entire earth declares His glory. Like you know, you can't go out in nature and say like. Oh wow! What happens is we get caught up in like we're like, man, nature's beautiful out here, and we get caught up in like worshiping nature and saying like, oh man, beautiful tree, right, thank you, you know, yeah, like you know right. what I mean. Instead of like saying like, oh wait a minute, hold on, thank the one that created this tree, like thank the one that gave you know. Like, For the thank record, we respect anybody. Like, oh yeah, don't totally. Hear me, don't hear me saying that I, I don't respect your right to believe whatever you want to. Uh, so to to the listeners, I, some of our listeners are devoutly not Christians or not religious. Hey, and, that and is totally fine. I'll tell you what I believe, and and if I feel led, I'll tell you what you know what I what I believe. You know, like how I believe, how I interpret your situation through, oh, through yeah, my totally. lens of you know my experience with Christianity. But uh, you know, you you say karma. I'm not offended by that, you know. Like yeah, not a, like you know not I mean? at I'm all. I'm not trying to. It's not about offensive. I'm just telling you what I feel, just like how you said. Yeah. I feel it's karma. You feel this guy's grace. We yeah. so Matt and I worked together. Uh, I, I, you probably don't know this. We didn't go to school together at all. This was after high school. Right. We met working in a factory, uh, okay. side by side, talking, and we would argue for 12, 15 hours a day. <laughs> Uh, not, not even argue, just dialogue. Like this, right. is our, this, this is so beautiful. Oh, they got some heated sometimes. Some of them some got heated. <laughs> One of the main things that, that got us just going was the animals go to heaven or not. 
do they, uh, you know, to, when animals die, do they go to heaven? And Matt couldn't believe in a heaven that didn't allow the animals to go to heaven afterwards. So, uh, yeah, you pissed me off. I mean, when I, when I grew up, <laughs> my dogs were my best friends. So, sure, like, right, right. heaven is the place to be. And they ain't there. I'm not trying to kill your dog, man. I was just telling <laughs> you how I interpreted. That's actually really crazy. Is um, I heard a, um a teaching um by uh this evangelist name is Tiff Shuttlesworth, where he talks about you know whether there be animals in heaven, and like I'll find the link and send it to you guys because it's pretty crazy. Like, I never got to finish it. Tyreek's here but to solve this. Like, <laughs> let me let me just you know, <laughs> you know, defusing the situation. Yeah. <laughs> but like honestly, like um. Like just for anyone listening out there, like heaven's not the ultimate goal. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> like the goal is being in the presence of God because that's you know what we were created to be in. So, like, what if you went to heaven and like God was like, "Hey, I'm hanging out on Earth right now." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want to be where He is. Well, shit, I died for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like you know we get you know like we've been taught like in religious tradition like you got to get to heaven you got to get to heaven you got to sure. get to heaven yeah, yeah. so you know people are like this like focusing they're like oh man i gotta get to heaven but but why right like, yeah, what yeah. if what if i get to this heaven and like you know the person like yeah and like god is like hey i'm hanging out at chili's today <laughs> you know <laughs> just kind of like you know something crazy like that to you but that's like a a, a college question if you that's a college question. yeah if you're <laughs> like in uh yeah but god's everywhere and but that's the thing it's like he's everywhere but it's like when you get in that place of relationship with him, like to know, like, okay, he is everywhere. He is, yeah. you know, where I go because it's not so much that he's like, you know, like I said earlier, he's not just like out in the atmosphere, like, oh, he's, you know, sure. whatever. But it's like, hey, like, he he's not intangible. Like, yeah. he can, we can interact with him. Yeah. Like, just how we're talking mm. right now, like, we can't see him physically, but right. we can talk to him and interact with him. And I think that's like one of the most beautiful things that yeah. it's like, if I was writing a story and one of my characters talked back to me, I'd freak out because, like, you're sure. inanimate. Like, what the, what's right, going yeah. on with that? But if you were powerful enough to, as God to create something so beautiful, you know, and then as like Cody McCarson. <laughs> 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 so, do animals go to heaven? Listen to that uh, message because I got to finish it. I'm not going to say yes or no, but from where that guy was going in his teaching, there is a possibility that there will be animals in Why heaven. Why is it a possibility and not a definite? Because... I don't know that answer. How do you feel? <laughs> how do you feel about it? If you had to guess, like bu- buzzer on ten, like buzzer you, have on to, 10. you have to say something. I'd say why not? Sure, yeah. You know, like, why I've not? evolved from that. You know, because like I, I think my thinking has changed from from that too. You know, because like, uh, it's like, like why not? Like like uh, like I, I, I could since see heaven it. is just like in what's in you, what you believe heaven is. Like you remember, <laughs> I don't know if I can say it, but you said. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be weird, bro. But you said I can't wait to be in heaven so I can have a lot of sex, and I said, "Why would you?" They didn't make no sense to me. <laughs> like, why would there be sex in heaven? Is there sex in heaven? You did say that. I, I may have that said blew that. my mind. Because that's something you never think about. I uh, I don't remember saying that, but I have thought that before. Uh, uh, I so I mean, what's your what's your take on that? Is there sex in heaven? I, I don't know, bro. Like, I'm not gonna be like, well, actually, this what I honestly have no idea. I've never had that question before, so so that could go <laughs> that could go a lot of ways. So oh yeah, dude. <laughs> you're married to somebody, she dies, but y'all you're still technically married, and then sure. later on you marry somebody else. Mm. 
and then you go to heaven, they're both there. Oh, you <laughs> know you, what? Can Jesus, you do that? Jesus addresses this. Yeah? Jesus addresses this. Like, there were some people that were trying to, like, stop him. I remember him and, thinking like, about this as I was younger. Th- there was, I don't, a, I don't know where I there, there were some, like, people trying to stump him. I think it was, like, the Pharisees or, like, some, you know, one of those yep. religious sects back in the day. They're like, okay, this guy, he gets married, and, you know, his wife dies, and then he gets remarried, like, you know, seven times. So which one's his wife in heaven? And they were trying to, like, stump him, right? Oh, my gosh. You guys mind if I look that up? <laughs> sure, I want to give you guys the right answer. <laughs> but that's, I think that was one of them. Is there sex in heaven? That's crazy. Let me see here. There's and then definitely like, not sex with animals in heaven. Yeah, of course not. That's, that's crazy. And then you, you talked about eating too, but then I was like, that's glutton. But you was like, I'm already in heaven, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Do I believe there will be sex in heaven? I, d- I don't know the answer to that. It must have been 10 years since I've thought it about that. It was not. This, it wasn't that long ago, Cody. Maybe five years. No, it might have been last year, Cody. It was not last it year. It might have been last year. I know it year. wasn't last year. Because okay, it might have been on that trip with NF. No, it definitely wasn't on that trip. No, there's no way I was thinking about sex in heaven during that time. <laughs> I don't <A> know. Concert. <laughs> Awkward silence. <laughs> with, with... Uh, so this is what J- Jesus said that when people rise from death, there will be no marriage. So to answer your question, mm. in heaven, there won't be need for sex because you're already completely fulfilled. So sex is supposed to bring two separate beings into being one. Mm. So, so what like, do you do in heaven then? Heaven, you're gonna be just like completely whole, man. Like, what won't you be doing in heaven? Mm. <laughs> you won't have any need for not like sex. You won't. <laughs> you're not se- so you won't. You won't have need for like you know <laughs> sex in the physical sense. You know what I mean? Like you won't have need sure, for that in the yeah. physical sense. You won't need have need for eating in the physical. What sense. What about love? God is love. Why can't I love my wife in heaven? Will there be? Will there be <laughs> I mean, you'll know, but she won't be your wife. Will there be love between people what? romantically? Like, Romantic be, love? Yes, God's. Uh, I'm on your side here. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. He blessed. <laughs> oh, I'm on your side. So you saying? So I married my wife. We are gonna be married for let's say sixty years. Mm-hmm. When we get to heaven, we're not gonna be married no more. This is how Matt's mind works. Like, I love it. <laughs> What I love the, it. What are the details? What, any project That's we crazy. work on, I say, hey, I have this great idea. And he says, yeah, but what about X, Y, Z? And uh, When you get married, they ask you, like, for better, for worse, for all of eternity. Till death do yeah. us part, and then you get... Then you get yeah, till death do us part. So right. that, that makes sense when you say it like that. Yeah, death do us part. So, so when, when we die, I'm single, right? <laughs> yeah, dude, you can go like, <laughs> like, Halle Berry, we're dating now, Halle Berry. But... <laughs> Um, just to answer your question, though, is in this plane of existence, we have a very limited understanding of love, yeah, sure. right? Mm-hmm. So heaven being the ultimate, or the presence of God being the ultimate, that we don't need like something Adam to fulfill. Adam and Eve had sex in the Garden of Eden. Hmm. Did, of course they did. I'm sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> they had, but they, they, had, they, they had definitely babies. had sex. They were definitely okay, doing it. So what does that mean? Well, does if that mean they're something? taking us, if, 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 if that was heaven as it was created before it was corrupted, and they were having sex in the Garden of Eden. So there's sex in heaven. And you can eat. You can eat an apple, right? You can eat all the apples. <laughs> except for, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't we're have not even a sure it was so an apple. firm foundation. <laughs> the Garden of Eden. Eden. So you're saying the Garden of Eden was heaven. That it was, was heaven. Origin. That was how God. It's I mean, the original I, I heaven. interpret it that way? That's, that was how God, God intended Creation. So Eden was the place where he, you know, placed you know man like you know the, the cradle, the cradle of the earth. At some point, I don't know. <laughs> I got you, man. I got you. I got you. So no, yeah, I want to dive that's, deep. That's the cradle of earth, right? Mm-hmm. But like you know, 
pastor preached this on Sunday or a couple Sundays ago okay. where he said that, you know, originally God placed man in the environment, but now God has placed Eden inside the man. Like once we've received Christ, mm. that that perfect, you know, environment where we can connect with God is now in us. Like I was saying, like we're one in him and, you know, he's one in us. And like, you know, we live from him. We live from his place of being. Mm. So it's, um, it's not like we like to think physical because that's all we know is this physical world, sure. you know, but like the more time that I spend just kind of like, like, you know, really just seeking God or like talking to God and spending time with him. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. You know, there's, and some of the testimonies and stories I've had, there's more to it than this physical thing that I can touch, taste and see. Mm. You know, there's, I've had some experiences where it's like, if I told you, you'd be like, there's no way, <laughs> you know? Sure. I mean, even like my healing. Some people would say, some, some people of the stuff you said earlier. It was no like, way. no yeah, way, right? right? Yeah. So it's um just like trying, like when we try to like think like with our, with our logic, our own logic, Mm-hmm. We're never gonna obtain it. We're never gonna get it. Yeah. Because our natural mind is an enemy of God, according to Romans eight. It's an enemy of God. It like it's hostile to him. Mm. It's like it's a it's our natural self is always in a boxing match, pretty much. But didn't God create God. our mind? God created our mind perfect, but when sin entered in, when Adam and Eve did what they did, that's what caused our mind to not be able to just reach God on our own. Mm. That's the whole reason why Jesus came, so that we could be reconciled back to the Father. See. Like, we're not here just to be like, okay, I got to say, you know, I, I love Jesus. I'm going to heaven. It's Jesus wants us to live from heaven to earth. That's why you're familiar with the Lord's Prayer, right? You know, thy kingdom come, thy will be yeah, done. Yeah. You know, that's the whole thing is we, God wants his kingdom here. And it's brought here through people that believe in him, people that serve him, people that know him. It's like, okay, hold on. Like you said earlier, like, man, so you would beat yourself up to see someone else well. It's like, yeah, because I know that it's not my resources that's doing it. It's like it's not my own strength that's causing these people to be. It's God through me. Mm-hmm. And that even though it may look like, man, this dude just taking a beating left and right. These people are using him. It's like, no, no, no. Like, what I'm doing is to glorify. When I get I get phone calls from people in Peru saying, like, man, like, still connecting with me about stuff that happened last year. You know, I, have, um, I was looking at some of the demographics. Um, there's a uh, pastor out in Pakistan that's transcribing my podcast into their language so he can play it for people there mm. like you know awesome. there's these different things like you know we're so like small-minded with our view is like okay it has to happen in Hiram Georgia this way it has right. to look like yeah, you know yeah, this sure. this yeah, this yeah. this this but it's like okay God's like God's outside of time he created everything so he's like hey I can bend stuff for you in a way that you wouldn't even think possible mm. like I've preached in Pakistan from my couch Sure. Because of technology. Because of te- yeah. You know, like, God has blessed us with things. Like, even what we're, like, the microphones are speaking, and God has blessed us with these things that mm-hmm. we can use for his glory. So it's a matter of, like, getting out of our own head because I say that in um, my last episode of the podcast where I break down um, one of the uh, psalms, well, a verse in one of the psalms, that, you know, like, my own natural thinking is a low is, is, is so low compared to God's way of thinking. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of, like, how do I understand and how do I understand God? Yeah. Because if I th- if I can think up a God, that's a limited God. Yeah. If I ha- if I can outthink God, that's a limited God. It's like when I yield and submit myself and say, "Hey, I don't know it all, but hey, there's something in me that's crying out for to be like reconciled. There's something in me that's saying like, hey, there's more. There's something more to this. Mm. Like you know, we all like you know, the word tells us that we are made in the image and likeness of God. That like there's an imprint inside of us that's yeah. crying out to be made whole. Yeah. You know, and that is in that's why Christ came. So you can say, hey, I came so you could be made whole. You when you receive me, it's like, oh, wait a minute. The switch comes on. It's like, oh, I've been born again. I'm, I'm alive. I'm like, yeah. I thought I was living, but now I'm living. Sure. You know, like yeah. now I'm now I'm experiencing life in a whole new context. Like 
like the things the things that I used to try to make sense of in this world, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, wait, hold on, man. Maybe there's something to it. There's something else to it. There's yeah. another side to it. Maybe can, maybe my maybe my limited thinking is holding me back, and that's what ha- that's the hardest thing is letting go of our limitation, because we can't believe in a, we can't believe in a place where it's unlimited. Yeah. So. When when I was I was talking about my experience earlier uh, with early in my marriage when I was telling my wife, you know, we're gonna live in poverty and, and the whole thing, right? And that was so important to me for some reason. I, I don't know why. Um, uh, a guy came up to me during a worship service at the Bible college we went to, and he he prayed over me, and then he said, the Lord's telling me to tell you that, to prophesy that you're going to be a man of business. And at this point, my head exploded. Like, I'm like, like this guy's a false prophet. There's no way I'm going to be a guy that's I'm, in business. He says, you're going to be a man. man. Yeah. He said, uh, he said you're going to be a man of business, and you're going to see – um, 10 to 12 steps ahead of the trends um, and like some other stuff and he said um, you're going you're gonna to use that to open orphanages uh, and that at that time like it it took a few days but something broke off of me right. and, I, and I, I like in the most secular way I can explain it yeah. not religious right, right. Like, like not explaining this like a like a um, an evangelist would to a Christian audience like like two small business people that are listening or two totally, like, yeah. like like something broke off of me in my mind and I never thought that way again right and I, and I can I can tell that story with like anybody yeah. I don't have any flag to wave with that like yeah. it was like I was looking through a pair of glasses that showed everything is one color and then when I took those glasses off you can see I could see things the way they really were and like I was like all of a sudden I realized when I was a kid, I used to buy a bag of dumb dumb suckers for two dollars and sell them for a quarter, so that I would make you know <laughs> make a profit on six dollars yeah. back or whatever. Yeah, no, totally. Like, that's my DNA. Like that's my DNA. And so I, I think I think that there's so many people in business and in uh, outside of the church, like outside of the fivefold ministry. Like people no, no, think totally. You want to be a preacher? Like I think there's so many people that that don't have any role to play in like church leadership like in the, in the business world right in, right in their profession at um aerial exterminator yeah there's a lens that if you'll if you'll let if you uh, if you let the lord if you'll if you'll let uh whatever whatever that is like something happens and you take the glasses off and it's like you see like everything it's revelation like the word like it's revelation like it's yeah, like yeah. all of a sudden you it's like that eureka moment like, Something breaks off of you, and all of a sudden you see things the way they really are. So I, I don't know what I'm trying to, to to communicate there, but like that's my experience. Like, no, no, uh, totally. Dude. I would not be the person I am with my e-commerce business and with the stuff that we're doing. You know, professionally, I would be years behind where I'm at if Absolutely. I hadn't had those moments with the Lord. So. And honestly, like um, it's like uh, excuse me. <coughs> it's like with the um podcasting with like some of the things I was talking about earlier, like you know the book. Um, like, you know, merchandising, like, like I said, I had a similar mindset, like Cody, like, oh, you know, I gotta be broke. <laughs> I gotta sure. be broke as a joke. I gotta, right. you know, but it's like, Hey, how many more people can I reach if I had the, the means to, Absolutely. you know, how many more people yeah. can I impact by them? Like, I want to be in a place of financial freedom where if like, you know, the Lord's like, Hey, I need you to go to Kenya tomorrow. Right. Uh, that I can say, okay. You know, all right, I bought my ticket. 100%. You know, I mean, coronavirus <laughs> probably halt me now, but sure, <laughs> but you know, really cheap. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Yeah. But it's like just being in that place where, like, I mean, there are, are practical steps. Like, 
Like, don't just think that, like, and Tariq's just on here just being some weird spiritual nut job. No, no, there are practical steps. Like, I have to put in the time, sure, like, you yeah, know, yeah. studying topics or, like, asking the questions or, yeah. you know, reading material. Like, r- I've been reading, like, other people's blogs. Like, oh, how do they flow? You know, how do they, like, you know, listen to other, I listen to, like, probably, like, four podcasts a day just trying to, f- like, figure out, like, okay, well, this is how they do that or I like the way they do this. I'm yeah. not really so fond of, you know, I'm not too fond on that. Right. But, you know, just trying to, like, I'm a, a sponge just taking in knowledge and wisdom like asking people like you guys didn't hear but when I first came in I said oh what kind of mics are those guys because you know I want to know what's going to help sure. you know produce like you know listenable material yeah, yeah, you know yeah. something that I'll I be like that. you know it's I like all successful people are thirsty for information like like oh, everyone yeah. that I see that's ac- that, that's actually you know doing like like trying to do something, mm-hmm. it's like it's like they're a sponge. They're constantly, you know, learning or reading a book or looking for that edge to figure out like what's the, you know, what makes me a little bit better. What gets yeah. helps me get right. That's the purpose of better. this podcast. Yeah. Like the person last last week, the reselling teacher, he's got me. I went like in a deep dive in the past week right. looking up wholesale. Yeah, because of what he put we, in me. Absolutely, man. It's like um, like before arrow before teaching i was actually working at a bookstore and you know they're like oh hey you can check out books you don't have to actually buy them you can check them out and read them like you have two weeks so i'm like daily just like pounding down books because i knew that i want to write i knew that you know there's i I knew that's something that i desired right so like i read constantly like so anyone listening just um going to small business shifting modes here if you're trying to start a small business find reading material that's going to gear you towards look at people's successes yeah. that will gear you towards what you're doing i'd back that 100% you know of course i'm going to of course you know my heart is like hey imagine if you partner with god with your business and watch you, watch him breathe on it but i'm saying like practically speaking I love that. practically speaking like there is material you can lo- learn from other people's failures mm-hmm. like yeah. that's something that i'm learning is like hey like things that I've seen people fail in, like you know whether it's ministry or business, you know whatever. Yeah. I can learn from their failures. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Yeah. That was honestly that's what stunted me a lot is I yeah. was afraid to ask questions. I thought that I was gonna get beat up. I'm a really short guy, so everyone's <laughs> taller. My nieces are probably taller than me now. Um, but <laughs> you know, like every, so I would be kind of fearful. How tall are you? I'm like five flat, barely hanging on to five one. Five one. Okay. <laughs> like trying to like sh- I'm like five maybe. <laughs> But I'm only a little bit taller than that, so <laughs> <laughs> you describe yourself as a short guy. Like, I don't so. think you're five foot. My sister five foot, and you're a little bit taller than her. She's like a borderline midget. Oh, <laughs> he's <wheel>. tiptoeing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing platform shoes. But you know, it's like um, there are practical things that you can do. It's like you got to spend the time. Sure. That's the thing. It's like you know, it's not. There's no such thing as an overnight success. I yeah. think you guys said that on um oh, you one of your podcasts. Yeah. You know, like I you believe that. That's it's true. like, I mean, I love what Cody shoes he's wearing right now because one says cloud and the other one says dirt. Yep. And like he kind of like shared about that on Sunday when I saw him. I was like, bro, that's really awesome. Like, like what? Sometimes we get caught up trying to live in the clouds, like being being dreamers, which it's not wrong having a dream, but right. you don't want to get labeled a dreamer where you're so caught up in like, oh, this is how it's going to be, that you're not right. putting in the work in mm-hmm. the dirt to like yeah. see that stuff come forth. So yeah. that's my that's my like my life. Like if I get a tattoo, I don't have any, I don't have anything against tattoos, but like if I were to get a tattoo, <laughs> that that might be uh, that might be something that, that I should, like I, I think about that all the time. Like the <laughs> the idea of like. I live in the clouds. Like, in my head, if I just naturally go, like, there, so it's the Whiteboard Podcast until we change the name. Uh, I don't know if we'll get rid of it. But we have whiteboards all over the uh, – this is actually uh, my warehouse. But um, 
if I were going to do something and just really enjoy it, I would sit here and map out three different business ideas or, or ideas for a new, you know, a new something like Right, absolutely. That. But if you don't get in the dirt, if you don't get down and, you know, like I'm living in the dirt right now, if you don't, if you don't do that, like that's the motor that's like that that's that's the that's the engine that makes your biz, business go right it's like um it's like if uh, it's like when you were a kid you were saving up to get like you know i don't know like maybe that new video game or something sure like you know you knew that you had to put in the work guys like okay i have to mow this many lawns wash this many cars mm-hmm. you know i have to do this this that the other i have to beg this many uh, relatives <laughs> you know <laughs> right like you know you're you're like it's like so funny watching kids uh-huh. like you know they don't have any like they have no concept of like the idea of the word no Right. You know, they're like, well, anything's possible. Yeah. You know? So it's like remembering, like, that childlike, you know, behavior and, like, saying, mm-hmm. okay, if I can use childlike enthusiasm with my, like, more grounded mind, like, <laughs> right. how yeah, can yeah, I yeah. marry the two yep. to be productive? So it's like, I mean, you got to put in the work, like, anything you do, like, ministry, like, if you're not praying, if you're not spending yeah. time in the Word, like, you're not going to be successful. Yeah. Art Williams uh, is someone who I look up to. Uh, Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Yeah, you, we need to just do a podcast where we just live uh, tweet or something about <laughs> that. I've listened to this one speech from like 1970 something. I've listened to it literally hundreds of times. It's like a 20 or 30 yeah. minute thing. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, so, so, uh, but he says anybody can start something, but most people can't stay excited about it. And, That's and, good. And, and like, you know, I, I I see that. Like, I have friends, and I you know I've uh, you know. Um, people in, in business and people, uh, you know, that are starting to do the business we're in or, you know, whatever, they start something and, you know, it's like too, it's like so predictable. It's like, I'm so excited. I'm going to conquer the world <laughs> or I'll get people in my DMs, uh, you know, cause we, we, we run a group on Instagram uh, where we're kind of like talking about what sells on Amazon and like telling right. what to, what to buy and what to sell. And so like, uh, a lot of people who are getting started, they'll message and say, Hey, where do I start? Where do I whatever? And, you know, and, and I'll, I, you know, give them advice. And they're like, I'm so excited. I'm going to go and I'm going to, you know, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's like, just do it. Like, yeah. like you know, yeah, it's that's like, all like, you got to do. Yeah, just do it. Uh, but it's like um, two weeks later or two months later, they're not, you know, they're not doing it because they're not excited about it's it. It's like, anymore. oh, it's just a, it was a yeah. thing. You right. Know? Yeah. I was like, you know, like a harebrained scheme I had. Yeah. <laughs> If pe- people don't, like, they move on too, too fast, I think. They don't yeah. stay excited. And, and honestly, that is something that I'm really, like, really what hits me, I think, really with the uh, name of my podcast. A shameless plug yielded and still. Right, um, yeah, yeah. But, like, really that still part. Yeah. Because I, I know me. I'm kind of, like, I get excited. I'm like, man, like, we're going to go to, like, this country. We're going to go to that country. We're going to do this, that, the other. It's going to sure. be amazing. God's yeah, going to yeah. move. It's going to be powerful. Uh-huh. It's like, okay, but what are you doing in the now? Right. Like, you know. The thing, I think an issue that people have, and you can apply this to business, is that we get so caught up either in our past successes or past failures, and we're dwelling on that, mm-hmm. or we're so excited about future things, like, oh, man, I'm going to, this is a million-dollar idea, or, mm-hmm. you know, like, maybe it won't work out as well, but, you know, I could kind of meet somewhere in the middle, right. be a multi-thousandaire, nothing wrong with mm-hmm. that. Amen but that. <laughs> it's like we, we, like, overlook, like, we get so focused on the past or looking towards the future that we don't focus in the present, like, mm-hmm. okay, what steps can I take today that'll set me up for that tomorrow? Right. That you learn from the past exactly. without making what, the same mistakes exactly or like, working on the same Exactly. Success. Like, man, like, okay, so I know that when I put my hand on the uh, f- in that frying pan that was on the stove in the past, that burned me, and I don't want to do that again. Yeah, sure. So I have a stove in front of me with a frying pan, 
and in the future, I know I don't want to be burned. So like, <laughs> let me yeah. try to add this together to get yeah. to that future where I'm not burned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so wh- what's your future look like? So my future looks like um, you know, I'm gonna be hanging out with some animals. Um, <laughs> in heaven, right? In heaven. Yeah. In heaven. Uh, <laughs> you maybe get ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, like my future is looking like um. Like I'm going to be a published author. I mean, I've actually have some works I published like before. I'm going to be. Y- you a know, like I've I've had works published before. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to take the gospel to different nations. Matter of fact, I'm doing it now. Whether it's through audio podcast or if I'm physically in another country doing it, like I'm going to be successful because the blessing chases me down. Like mm-hmm. I don't have a choice but to be successful as long as I stay grounded in the Word of God and stay grounded in doing what, being obedient to know what I know to do. I can't fail. Like I literally cannot fail. Like, if I fail, it's because I dropped the ball somewhere or I got caught up in my past or got too busy sure. looking at my future that I didn't focus on the now. Like, how can right. I be productive right now? Mm-hmm. It's like the, uh, what is it, the ant and the grasshopper? Like, you know, the ant worked all summer long, all fall, right. preparing for the winter. And you know, the grasshopper's playing all summer, just goofing right. off. And yeah. I've, I've been both. Sure. Yeah. I've been both. Yeah. But, you know, I'm kind of coming to this place like, do I want to be the grasshopper all the time? It's like, I love having fun. Like, you know... Yeah. You know, like, uh, I like doing things, but it's like, okay, is it fiscally responsible for where I want to be? Sure. Is it, you know, spiritually responsible for where I want to be? Yeah. Is it good for my overall mental? Is it mentally responsible? You know, it, are right. these things that I'm doing, like, going to provide the future that I want to obtain? Yeah. So. I think there's a lot of people who are the ant, too much of the ant. I'm probably too much of the ant. Like, uh, work, 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 work. Yeah, like, like look. It, it, it's almost like a like a mental disease. Cody like is an ant on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> look, you got to do like on uh, Parks and Rec, you got to treat yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I need. I, uh, uh, what's the song, uh, Work So Hard, Forgot How to Vacation? Uh, like, uh, um, I, I, I know that I'm in a season of being very busy, but... I don't want to be a workaholic forever. Like at some point, I think you get over a uh, yeah. get over a hump. You at know, some you point, you get to enjoy what right. you what you work for. Yeah. And but I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. And s- I think that's what all all uh, addicts say. But I, I, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I stop stop reselling. Stop reselling <laughs> yeah, is exactly. an adventure. So, I yeah. mean, it's a you get to enjoy it while you're doing it. Yeah. Like you're putting in work, but you're enjoying doing right, the work. Yeah, right. To me, the, the thing is, I'm not working for somebody else, and not nothing against anybody. Do, like, I mean, yeah. you go, but go, both of you guys have jobs that you like that you're doing, or you still might like at least. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> you still might like. <laughs> <you> <laughs> <somehow>. <laughs> but nothing against. But like working for Cody, like it's just, it just makes it easier to get out of bed. Like it makes make like it, that's something I'm excited about. No, absolutely. Unless you know, um, I feel like. I mean, I think you said in one of your other your previous podcasts, you guys were like, hey, it's not for everybody right. to, like, you know, be an entrepreneurial, well, I butcher the word, to be in a role where, like, you know, you're self-employed. Right. But, like, it's like knowing who you are, once again, going back to your piece, knowing yeah. your piece, knowing 100%. why you are, yeah. and allowing your piece to plug in where it needs to be. I was, I was listening to a podcast on the way here. He said there's a difference between an entrepreneur and a successful entrepreneur. Sure. Yeah. Like, it's, you gotta, it's gotta be able to make sense. You can, anybody can say, you know, I work for myself, I'm a CEO and right. of my yeah, company. Yeah. Put right, it right. Yeah, yeah. CEO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you, what are you doing with that? Right. Like, yeah. you're not. Clown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, I don't know, I have, I have a lot of empathy towards everybody who feels the pressure to be an entrepreneur. But like, with you, you have, you have the ability to go to work 
do a really good job at your job, get a raise, have the financial stability. And then outside of that, you're doing a bunch of really cool stuff without the stress of, oh like, boy. I'm going home. Tonight's packing night. So I'm sitting here. Oh, I got to go. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's 8.30. And, uh, well, no, no rush. But it's 8.30. After this, I'm going home and working for four or five hours because I have to have that shipment ready by Friday morning or uh, tomorrow morning, which is Wednesday. Right. Uh, because Wednesday's shipping day. You know, right, so, right. Uh, you, don't, you don't have that pressure. And. I think that's incredible. Like, I think, uh, you know, I, I love that. See, it's like, but the thing is, like, I got to find it, time to put that pressure on myself. Sure. Now, I, like, for me, like, my pressure is, like, I'll be at home. It's like, okay, I'm sitting on the couch. Like, I won't even say a pressure. I call it, it's really like a joy, but like, I need to just, you know, spend some time praying right now. Where, sure. like, you know, praying, like, for, like, my friends or yeah. praying for my family or, like, mm. hey, like, praying for, like, the next episode, like, direction for my podcast. Right. So, like, I have, it's like, you know, sometimes I'm very lazy. I'll, this is a confession. Like uh, this is um, uh, this is an intervention. I am lazy. I am guilty <laughs> of it. Sure. But you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I'm like trying to take those steps of being less, you know, more productive. Like, hey, right. you know, it's easy to go home and zonk out on the couch for hours because you know oh, you yeah. worked eight hours. Sure. And watch you know, TikTok for three hours straight. I don't. I, no, I don't Matt TikTok. I know me. Look, I, had, I had to take TikTok off my phone so I could be. Productive. Man, for me, it was solitaire. <laughs> solitaire. <laughs> and then Tetris. <laughs> And then Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I never got into video games. I just, one of my actually one of my um, one of my goals this year was to play more video games. And I'm, I'm still like I, I don't know. I just can't. I you can't just got to find the games. right one. Yeah, Super Smash playing, playing the wrong the thing. You're trying to play the hype game. Super Smash Bros. Yeah. Yeah. Super Smash Bros. Super is always Smash Bros. Go. Yeah. Goat. Yeah. Unless you get your butt whooped every time. Then it <laughs> and then it's not as fun, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know that's the thing is like um we it's like if you're a lazy person like me or if you're a worker be like Cody. And I don't know Matt well enough to give him a cool like a. Uh, he's in the middle, so Matt's pretty Matt's pretty much the uh, perfect combination of Cody <laughs> and myself. Actually, you know what's really hilarious is he does look like a graham cracker, and you know I'm pretty dark, and Cody's pretty white, so well, if, uh, I am black and white. You know, so, so you know he's like the uh, the perfect you know, mixture of the two of us here, <laughs> which is fun. But um, he's like you know where you find yourself at is like learning like how can I kind of like you know push myself, how can I like. Pre- like kind of like getting myself out of my own comfort zone yeah, to 100%. like kind of do like you know I've, I've called Cody on that question before like I've been in a slump I'm like man I just don't feel like doing yeah. nothing yeah and Cody's like you just got to do it yeah you just got to get up and go go get up and do it I mean um yeah it's like there's times where I don't feel like writing there's been nights where I don't feel like recording but I was like you know what man I got to do this yeah. right like, you know I got to do this like I don't have like a, a weekly format or anything like that like yeah. The way I look at it is I've done two episodes a month so far, so I think I'm going to do it like that. Yeah. Just kind of moving forward, like, okay. It's, it's best to have a pattern. Like, ours right. is once a week. Like, we're committing once, once a, a week, week to at get, least. get it done. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you My know. My wife's like, it's pod night? Is yeah. it podcast night again? <laughs> like, yep. Pod yeah, night. Once I like that. <laughs> That's what we agreed on. But, you know, it's <laughs> like, you know, find, like finding your patterns, finding healthy patterns to yeah. obtain and achieve your goals. 100%. Like, yeah. um. Like, I mean, I can tell you just, like, from my own personal life, when when I get out of, like, like you know, people don't, like, religious people don't like to say a pattern of prayer, but, sure. <laughs> you know, like, when I get out of, like, you know, that time where I'm praying, like, you know, in a con- constantly, like, sure. I feel it. I'm like, what's going on? Why is everything, why am I angry yeah. at people? Why am I, you know, flipping out? Like, yeah. I can attest what's to that. going yeah. on? But it's like, when I discipline myself, that's the key word right there is discipline. Discipline, yeah. discipline yeah. like, we got to be, dis- like, if you're a Christian and you're not, a disciple if you're not disciplined you yeah. need to check if you're being a real disciple because right. that's what it is being is that you're yeah. being does them, do them words tie in together yeah discipline and disciple yeah yep 
Yeah, because because the disciples the, are disciplined followers. Yeah, whoever the leader is is helping their disciples to have the discipline of whatever they like. Yeah, so you know it's like um, wait, we talked about a little bit about grace earlier, and people mistake grace and mercy a lot, but grace is um, God's power that He's given to us mm. to become disciplined to His way, you know, like mm. like it's like I can't, I know me, I can't do any of this stuff on my own, like, I'm painstakingly sure. shy outside of myself, but you give me an opportunity to talk about Jesus, I'm like, I'm You're there, here, yeah. you know, I'm going to do it, like, like, if I met Matt outside of this setting, I'd probably be like, hey, hey, man, what's going on, hi, <laughs> sure. but, yeah, yeah. you know, like, because I'm like, okay, this is an opportunity, just like, hey, like, it's not, once again, it's not my power that's, you know, it's not my ability, it's, right. it's like, something comes on me where I'm just like, man, I'm, like, hey, well, I'm in the room, like, yeah. like, just a little side note, like, I live in my head a lot. And I, you know, I'm just like, I'll like overthink and like dwell on things that aren't pr- like pushing me towards my future. Yeah. And so I'm like really learning like, okay, what are some things that I can like, you know, help me to, like you said, to like break that lens off of myself, take those glasses off and see like, okay, wait, there is opportunity yeah. to like, you know, move in a productive direction. Right. So I lost my train of thought. What we're talking about being disciplined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it happened to me last week. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> just start rambling. On yeah. Start rambling. It's like, but. <laughs> But, you know, just like um, just being like disciplined, like t- it's baby steps. Like you don't wake up one day and you're like, oh, well, I'm exactly where I want to be. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, I read this. Um, I read this quote earlier that said that. No, you posted it. I think it was I you. Did. Maybe it was you. I don't was know. it you talking about uh, getting lost in the. Um, no, it wasn't you. Someone posted <laughs> something. I don't think <laughs> it, we're was, friends it was on, on it was on Instagram. <laughs> it was on Instagram. Oh, yeah, and we're not friends on Instagram. We are now. You had me earlier. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't know. I saw it before or after you added me, but <laughs> but I saw this. Um, what's this? I saw, what's this quote? <laughs> saw this quote and it said that like I've learned some things in life, and one that stuck out to me is that it's the journey, not the destination, because mm-hmm. the destination is a mirage. Oh yeah, yeah. And you I know we because yeah. what happens is we get this picture in our mind like okay, this is exactly how it has to be. 100%. You know, it has to be you know sprinkles on top of the ice cream, whipped cream on top of that, the right. cherry on top, and it's like oh hey, you know you might get. You might get blindsided right. on the way there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the it might not have cherries. It might be it might be strawberries on top. Sure. You know, <laughs> like the cho- it might be chocolate sprinkles instead of tutti frutti. You know, like it might not be what yeah. you thought it was. Yeah. But like in the in the process of getting towards what you're going towards, like saying like, hey, you know, what? I'm enjoying like my time and mm-hmm. doing this. I'm enjoying what I'm learning. I'm enjoying the people I'm meeting. I'm enjoying that. You know, I've had I have an opportunity on a what this Tuesday. On a Tuesday night, to sit down with Cody, who I know, and getting to know Matt now, which this guy's hilarious in the studio. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, like, wow, like, I'm in a place that I never thought. If you asked me five years ago, would I be sitting in a uh, warehouse at a desk talking to two people? Yeah, sure. I'd be like, no. <laughs> I told that to Cody. Like last, <laughs> I started resetting last June 2019. Right. There's no way. Like when I first started, I was just to make a little side money, and now we're over 150 for the year wow. in sales. And we're doing podcasts. Look at that. And we're doing wholesale. Yeah. And we're looking for a building. I'm proud like, of you, man. Yeah, thank yeah, you, man. I'm very proud of you. I appreciate yeah, you it. Making it's, it's, money. It's, yeah, it's all Cody's breeze out of hand to help. And like I said, the journey. Like, we yeah. didn't, we were living. Bro, in you're the not now. even on the journey yet. You're just I'm in the journey, started. bro. You're just getting started. Oh, I'm, man. I'm, still I'm, I'm so proud of you. I appreciate <laughs> it. We're getting ready to head towards the jungle of uncharted territory. Right. Yeah, so, I mean. Man, that's the thing is, like, what it is is um on our, like, people have ideas. And it's like, man, my goal's on the other side of this jungle. Right. And, like, you know, they start cutting. They're like, you know, I'm taking down a tree. Like, this is sure. going great. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, their arm gets tired. They forget they have another arm. Yeah. 
and then forget like, oh wait, okay, what? I got another arm. I'm sweating. Dude, I'm cutting powerful. stuff down. I'm cutting stuff, stuff down. I'm cutting stuff down. It's like, oh, my arm's tired. Instead of like resting where they're at and then picking back up and cutting some more down, yeah, they yeah. quit. They put the machete down. And they leave the jungle, yeah. and like what they wanted is on the other side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just like being able to see like, hey, even in the middle of like, you know, you hardship that, in the man? middle, <laughs> you in the that? middle of what I'm going through, like, you know, I can keep on pressing. I can keep on pushing. I can keep on working because I'm going to achieve my goal. Right. Mm-hmm. And see, that's the thing is like the reason why people get tired is that we try to do it in our own strength. And what I've been saying all night is that it's not my own power that gets me into these places. Like there's things that have happened. Like I've been in places that I wasn't like, you know. Like I'll go back to like just kind of a little more testimony background story myself. So when before I was born, like we lived in uh, Pennsylvania, we lived in Philadelphia. My mom was on a subway going to work, right? And this man comes on the subway, head to toe covered in chicken pox, sits right next to her. Mm. My mom gets chicken pox, mm. which me in the womb I get chicken pox. Mm. So oh, when I'm wow. born, I contracted meningitis, mm. which is a killer disease. So the doctors told my parents, Holy moly. if he doesn't die, if he survives this, he's going to be blind. Confound to a wheelchair and unable to speak. But here I am talking to you guys. I wear glasses. You know, I'm a little stunted in my growth. But, like, the doctors were saying I should have been dead. Two week, this two week, I was a two-week-old baby. You have a little girl that's, how old is she now? Three months. Three months. Yeah. Itty-bitty, right? So a disease that they don't give you much of a fighting chance of. Mm-hmm. And not only does God bring me out of it from a baby, but I'm walking, talking, I'm driving a car, I'm doing, you know, there's different things that I'm doing Mm -hmm. because like, even like you may not see like the way out of your jungle, but there's someone that wants to work on your behalf through your jungle. So it's like, I'm not in this life alone. I'm not, you know what I mean? So like, that's what kind of gives me strength and gets me excited. Like when I see stuff like what I went through last year is that, Hey, I've been here before, but God's got me out of it. Like, you know, I've been here before, but you know, I'm telling like, um, when I was five, we got in this nasty car, car wreck going home where we got rear-ended, and, like, everyone was saying, oh, the kids didn't make it. I have um, three siblings. They're like, oh, the kids didn't make it. You know, start making funeral arrangements, you know. Every last one of us survived. Wow. Like, you know, minor injuries. Like, I had no injuries, praise God, but, like, all of us survived because God has his hand on us, and if, you know, like, you may not see it now, you may not know him, or you may not walk close with him now, but he has his hand on his people, and, Mm -hmm. like, he's for us. He's not trying to, like, like I said, he's not up in heaven like, okay, Oh, well, Matt, Matt, you said a wordy nerd. Let me strike it. You know, that's not his yeah, nature. Sure. His nature, like the nature of the father is I want people reconciled. Mm-hmm. I want people like restored so that they can operate in their giftings so that they can like, you know, go impact other people mm-hmm. and get them alive and operating. It's a yeah. it's a perpetual cycle. It's like what I'm, if I have like, you know, life in me and someone's feeling down, if I can speak life to them and they're like, oh, hold on. That makes sense. Right. And they receive something. They can go share that. And, you know, it just keeps going. That's that's what it's like. That's what it's that's about. Powerful man. Yeah. I'm so glad we had you on the podcast. Um, because I, I kind of hesitated because I wasn't sure you'd be interested, and then also uh, uh, not interested in talking. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I think I think it's been really productive. So mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah. we'll have you on again in in a year or or, or maybe five years. Where where do you, where do you want to be? Like, what do you want to be doing? Ne- what's your What's your next year goal? Yeah, like what was next, next year goal? Next year goal, I want to have my book published and out okay. 
by next year, by the, the let's say by March next year. So what's your what's your goal for the book? Like you trying to be like a New York Times bestseller? You just want to get it out to like local. This one, I just want to get it out local, like you know Amazon, put okay. it out like, hey, you know, here's the price. You know, tell your yeah. friends, tell your wives, you know, read it. So <laughs> how, how like are you ready? Like if it only sells ten in the year, are you ready for that? Look, that's ten lives that got touched by you know what I mean. Oh yeah. Look, like I used to say this on when I was teaching before I even got the job. I said, God, if I could reach one of those kids' lives, yeah. just one, then it was worth it. Yeah. It was Once worth you know waking up. Zero. You know, yeah. it was like oh. it was worth waking up. It was worth putting in the effort. Yeah. And like you know, I asked for one, but you know, f- fifty. I got fifty. Oh yeah. You know, that's like um, even um, just like a cool thing is like one of my former students. Um, he's 10 years old now. What do you mean students? Um, I used to teach that after school program at a Christian school. Oh, okay, okay. So one of my former students, um, he like really just like latched onto the message of Christ, you know, in my time, you know, with him. I've spent two and a half years there at the school. Mm-hmm. So in my time with him, like he's actually like, you know, his mom will like FaceTime me and say, oh, hey, you know, this is like, you know, he wants to, um, my son wants to talk to you. Mm-hmm. He's like, he was like, Mr. T, that's what he used to call me because I pity fools. But <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he was like, Mr. T, like I was watching on TikTok and this preacher came on and he started talking about, you know, the love of God. And I remembered something that you said about the love of God. Mm-hmm. So I found the quietest place in my house and it's the bathroom. And I was in there. I was talking about John three sixteen, And like, he was like, man, I felt the spirit of God just come on me. And he said, I just started preaching in my bathroom. Mm-hmm. So now he's 10 years old he has a tiktok where he just preaches the gospel at 10 just sharing bible stories with people and talking about you know prayer and like loving what's his tiktok I don't remember the name yeah, of it. Man. I got to text his mom and get it. Hey, I'll get it. Got to you got plug on, man. I know I got to plug the guy. Yeah, you can <laughs> tell <the> story <laughs> I know my bad. Kid. My bad. You know I got to get. Pre- this is a kid. I got to get you know parent permission. Like you know <laughs> okay. what I mean. Okay. So that makes sense. yeah, that so would be weird if we all. <laughs> we're like, one kid. <laughs> like why are there a bunch of hairy dudes? <laughs> so, but you know he he was like he Facetimed me the other day. He goes, Mr. T, I have twelve followers just like Jesus had twelve disciples, and I'm oh, just like awesome, I'm like blown away that in a little bit of time. Yeah. Just like you know spending every day, just like you know not like greater than zero. You know, just like, you know, just like encouraging, like, hey, you know what, man? Like, you know, God loves you. Hey, it's going to be okay. You know, oh, that was a tough day. It's not the end of the world. You'll be okay. But seeing that, you know, those seeds got planted and now he's just like doing, (laughs) like, you know, he he has no formal training. Mm -hmm. He has no, like, you know what I mean? I don't have any formal training. Like, I have a degree in political science. Well, that's worth, I guess. That's why I have the gift of gab so I can talk, you know, (laughs) like I can talk for days. I can, you know, whatever. I can research. So, (laughs) but. You know, it's so cool that that's just one story. Yeah, I had, like, so many different kids and, like, so every, like, situation that I've been put in, whether it's, you know, working at a bookstore or at a school or where I am now, like, I've seen God's hand just continually just, like, saying, hey, be you. I made you to be you. There's only one you. Let me breathe on your peace and see what your peace can do. Yeah. So. I see you and I see someone who's proven. And so I, if I had to guess the next year, the next five years, I think you move into something specialized. You know, that's that's what happens in the you know the military. You you prove that you're a good you know soldier. You prove prove that you're a good day to day. And then the next thing is, what's the highly specialized thing that right. Tyreek goes? And, and and the book sounds great. And uh, maybe maybe it's you find Miss Tyreek Henry, and that's your well, you know uh, you know that's your blessing. My number is <laughs> <laughs> most eligible uh, bachelor. No, not bachelor. Most eligible. Uh, but you know, I, I, I'm excited for you, man. I think uh, I think I think you're perfectly poised for. Uh, I'm pretty excited yeah. right now, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go ahead and plug the T. Yeah, Peace of Heaven Bakery uh, for our local listeners, Dallas, Georgia. Thank you. Your tea was great. They have uh, licorice tea. 
Yeah, I didn't drink the liquors too. That was uh, that was Tyreek. Drink stash or you're trash. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, uh, great podcast. Thank you again, Tyreek. Anytime, man. Like much success to you guys. Um, I'll be praying for you guys, like for your business endeavors personally, and for Thank you very much. the uh, Matt and Cody whiteboard podcast or the uh, <laughs> small whatever business yeah. small business show, show or one, yeah. you know the hodgepodge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll be looking for our coffee mugs too. Hey, they're coming in. Plug uh-huh. your in. podcast one more time. What is it? And that is the Yielded and Still podcast. You can find us on Anchor, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Beautiful. All right. Thanks again, man. All right, everybody. Have a great night. Peace.